the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Boy, they've been a sponsor now for, gosh, at least three years now, I got to think. Pretty cool. I feel like it's been longer than three years. It, it, um, it, but, it uh, yeah, now that, you know, COVID's been sort of by the, by the wayside, you know, I guess people are going and getting their tan on again, getting ready for the sun. So check them out at uh, tanbella.com. Yeah. Today's trivia theme I is... I would use it, but I tan so quickly. So yeah, yeah, just walking true. outside <laughs> a couple hours. Yeah. Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. And by the way, those tanning certificates are worth over $100. So definitely you want to stay tuned for the uh, trivia questions. All right. Uh, so we don't have a guest today, but I do have a, a few interesting things that uh, I was listening to the news yesterday. Uh, so this was uh, we're recording the show on uh, Thursday. So this would have been Wednesday. I was listening to this. To this. So Geico Insurance got sued and actually lost so far before any appeal. Five point two million dollar judgment. And here's what happened. There was a woman, and I don't know if she was uh, a lady of the evening or just, um, you know, a girlfriend or just whatever, but apparently she was um, having uh, some romantic uh, interludes with a gentleman in his car, and she got an STD. And so she basically said, hey, I got injured in this guy's car. So she sued the insurance company. And I don't know all the ins and outs of the case, you know, how, how, uh, um, how bad the STD is, any of that kind of stuff. But just the idea that Geico is being sued and lost $5 million. And I'm thinking, I mean, it'd be one thing if like you're having fun in the car and somehow, you know, the, the, the car caves in right. for something with the car. But how do they get sued yeah. because of being injured by something like that? That's got, yeah. I mean, how many people, wow. Um, that, that's interesting. I, there's got to be more to the story than 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 that. But. There's got to be. I mean, it kind of reminds me when uh, remember how McDo- I think it was McDonald's. They got sued because some lady had coffee in her lap and she got yeah. hurt because of it. And at right. first, you know, we all are going, "Oh my gosh, that is like the stupidest lawsuit." Uh, the 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 behind the scenes situation apparently though was that 
McDonald's was was making their coffee way too hot. And people thought right. it was because they were using old grounds or something. And it's like, that's one way to sort of make your, your coffee last longer, the grounds or something, you know, trying to save money. And apparently they were warned, like, listen, you've got to put the temperature down because this is weight. Not forgetting the fact that somebody's going to put it in a lap. It was probably burning people right. as they're drinking it, you know, and, uh, right. and they, they just kind of ignored it apparently. And so when this lady had okay. a lap, you know, it burned her, but still you kind of look and go, wait, wait a minute. You know, it's one thing if you burn your lips right. and want to sue because of that, but because it happens in your, in your legs, uh, that's kind and of, you, yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a good backstory for that. So yeah, yeah. you got to wonder if, if what's going on, but um, that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, are you, is it maybe so have you been in? The bar was so steamy or something that you know it cost. I don't, I don't, I don't there know. There you go. Okay, um, moving on here, Twitter. Uh, so Elon, uh, you know, he he's kind of backed off a little bit apparently, but he's still kind of looking at uh, Twitter. Uh, with regard to these potential fake accounts. And right. if that's the case, you know, he'd want to lower the price. And so, you know, to get a better, uh, a better uh, deal, it sort of reminds me of um, like when people sell storage facilities, sometimes the sellers, like even if they have, let's say, let's say a 40% vacancy, they'll try mm-hmm. to fake out the buyer by buying a bunch of locks and just putting them on empty locks. And then say, well, look, look really? at all these are rented. You see what I mean? So it's wow. So and it's, 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 yeah, because potentially with Twitter, there's the accusation, we'll call it, that 20 to 40% of accounts are, you know, inactive, fake, or whatever. And bots, yeah. Bots, yeah. yeah. And, and so, so, yeah, what I've heard lately about that is that Twitter is uh, allowing uh, or reporting or opening up the reporting to Elon and his team okay. so that he can see, I guess, what, you know, uh, how, I don't know how you still, like, how do you, how do you verify an account is fake? Um, I don't know. I mean, I started a Twitter account, but I've never used it. So it's a real account, but there's no activity. Yeah. It, you know, and, uh, and apparently, you know, there's, I mean, this really opens up another can of worms because potentially uh, let's say there were like really fake accounts, you know, like the real, mm-hmm. real fake ones. Potentially, the attorney general might get get involved for false advertising, right? Because you can you imagine mm-hmm. if you're Twitter, Twitter, and if you have a bunch of fake accounts, and you go out and and purport that you have all this to in order to get dollars from people. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, that could, that could be a, pro- a problem. And then what about lawsuits by shareholders? And then other people yeah. are saying Elon. The only reason he's doing this is just to, to like just try to get a lower price. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so no, they're still the Twitter sales people would be going out there and promoting, you know, false exposure. Um, yeah. Obviously maybe they're not privy to, to the real numbers, but yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be, you know, if they potentially, if Elon potentially backs out, that's going to drive their price down, but not on top of that, it's going to drive their price down for the fact that, that they don't have the audience that they think they have. So Yes. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's very, very, uh, very interesting. We'll see how this all unfolds. Okay. We're going to cut to our first 
excuse me, first commercial break here. And before we do, we want to make an, a mention for Mountain Mike's Pizza in Santa Fe. Pizza the way it ought to be. Love that pizza. All right. Uh, here's our first trivia question. And again, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. Uh, let's see here. Here's a question. What was the complete name of the toga party band from the movie Animal House? Oh, so if you remember, they throw a yeah, big toga, toga party and they have a band there. What was the full name of the toga party band from the movie Animal House? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The best of the best. You'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money. Our first trivia question, what was the complete name of the Toga Party Band from the movie Animal House? You remember? I don't remember. Otis, no. Otis Day of the Nights. Yeah, oh, remember that? Okay. Hey, yeah. one, other, one other quick thing here. Uh, have you heard the term shrinkflation? No. Okay. No, I've so, heard of so what I've that is, it, okay, so if you go shopping now, and, uh, and I've actually uh, seen this ex- experience. So I, I go to Safeway a lot, and I, I like their cans of uh, Soleil. It, you know, they're different yeah, kinds. Yeah, drink? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, – they used to sell the 12 packs for between $3 and three fifty. Okay. You have to pay the same amount now for an eight pack. So what they're doing, that's how they're basically passing the inflation on is they're saying, Oh, we're not raising our prices. We're just going to give you less. And, and uh, honey bunches of oats has done that already with their cereal. So a, a family size you'll notice is uh, a lot. There's a lot more air in it than, than oats. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So notice- they, re, 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 they uh, retitled it Honey Bunches of Oat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or or uh, not Honey Bunches, but Honey uh, Few of, of Oats. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I also, I love that cereal, so I'm not picking on the cereal, but uh, I, I wouldn't not, I would not be surprised if other, um, oh, potato chips apparently are doing the same thing. And I think they've been doing that for years because, you know, I'll open a bag of potato chips and, you know, you, you open it and all this air comes out. When they say air is free, nobody's, nobody's ever opened a box of potato chips before. Yeah. 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 The only, the only one that you can't do that with is Pringles unless they shrunk the size of the canister. But it's always full to the top, right? Yeah. So what we're being able to do is shrink, shrink the actual Pringles. Yeah. yeah, the it's size like of the Pringles. Little. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can do that. But that's true. You're right. Pringles are always at the top. Oh, you're making me hungry, man. It's not that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Uh, so, Pacific Private Money. Uh, you guys are extremely busy. In fact, I'm so pleased that you're able to do the radio show today because I know that you're uh, burning the midnight oil. Yeah, we've been. Gosh, you know, it's, it's great to be back on. I really enjoyed and actually missed doing the show because it's just one of those kind of diversions that allow us to kind of step back from the day-to-day grind. Um, oh, yeah. 
No, it's been great. I mean, it's been busy. It's, I mean, you know, it, it's, things are stressful, it's busy, but it's a good problem to have, you know, in, in considering, you know, what we're seeing in generally in the conventional mortgage market. Um, and, you know, we're busier than ever. We, we already achieved what we did all of last year uh, in terms of, you know, loan origination. Uh-huh. So, you know, we will, uh, we expect to be, to have grown over twice, you know, the volume that we did last year um, by the end of the year. So for us, things aren't, aren't slowing down at all. And, Good. you know, that, that kind of, you know, counters what the, you know, media says about housing. Yeah. Uh, certainly there is, there is some contraction in the housing market in terms of, you know, uh, sales activity, you know, going down because of, of higher interest rates, inflation, what have you. Uh-huh. Um, but there's still an inventory shortage out there yeah. for those people who want to, to, to purchase. And, you know, rates have stabilized, um, but we're still seeing the same volume of, for us, bridge loan business, people wanting to, needing a loan to buy their next home before they sold their current home. And something I'll talk a little bit about later is the other kinds of business that we're doing. Uh, obviously, all real estate uh, and real estate lending related, but you know the alternative lending space has not slowed down. Um, it's accelerated um, because you know there's there's a need for it uh, across different borrower types, including people who are buying a home for their you know for to live in. Um, there's a lot of investor activity going on, so love to share with the uh, our listeners kind of macro view of uh, real estate transaction activity and, and you know who, who's borrowing from us and why are they borrowing it uh, I think that'll be great to, to share with our listeners in addition to what we always talk about which are our bridge loans but you know I can tell you um, at Pacific private money we haven't slowed down we have been on a hiring tear um, yeah. continuing to need to hire people and you know, um, and with that, it's training and just the day-to-day operations of, you know, accommodating our borrowers and making sure that we close on time on the loans we're doing. So, but uh, yeah, just just um, bridge loan activity. You know, the the average loan size is, is still going up. Um, you know, we're actually pretty. You know, the slowdown isn't necessarily a bad thing for us, okay. um, and here's why. So last year at this time when we were making bridge loans, you know, people needed them because they were making offers on homes that, um, you know, had multiple offers on them. Um, And to win, you had to be all cash or you had to make an offer that did not have a sale contingency, meaning an offer that didn't require you to sell your home first in order to fund your, the purchase of your new home. Uh And um, so our bridge loan solved that problem. But the problem for us is people could sell their home so quickly after they got our bridge loan that we'd often get paid off in, you know, average of 90 days, sometimes, you know, 30 days. So as a lender, you know, to have a loan out for only 30 days or 90 days, you're not making a whole lot yeah. on the interest, right? Um, and so in a more balanced market, as uh, as a seller's market becomes more of a, balance market and ultimately a buyer's market if that if it goes in that direction then 
it takes a little bit longer for sellers to sell their home. And right. so where maybe it took, you know, a month, um, it, it, you know, last year, maybe it starts taking two or three or four months. That's actually not a bad thing for us because, you know, then our bridge loans, we, we keep for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven months. Um, borrowers have a year to, to pay off our bridge loan. Um, and so it, it, uh, it, it would be better for us if these bridge loans held a little bit longer. So this changing market actually kind of benefits us in that, in that way. Even if we don't do as many bridge loans, which we're not seeing, we're still mm -hmm. doing um, more bridge loans than we did last year. Um, but having these bridge loans, you know, hold, stay on our books a little bit longer is not a bad thing. So, gotcha. so we're just uh, going to continue to do those. And later on, we'll talk about um, the other types of loans we're doing uh, across the country, not just in California. All right, let's uh, cut to our second commercial break. And also when we come back, we have an email uh, question for you about uh, uh, house price drops potential. All right, here's our second uh, trivia question. What was the first animated feature nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? What was the first animated feature nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? All right, that's our trivia question call. 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. You may have to ask your daughter. She'll know. Probably. Well, she might know. All right. Again, one more time, I'll ask the question. What was the first animated feature nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to the Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to the Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Nam Fawn. Our second trivia question. What was the first animated feature nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? It wasn't, it wasn't Toy Story, was it? No, that would have been my guess. That would, that would have been a good guess. Uh, this was no. before, I think it was before Toy Story. I think it was before Toy Story. No, it was probably after. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Did, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Did that come out before? I think that was before Toy Story. But was was that it? Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Um, I can't yeah. Remember now <laughs> I'd have to go back to, to look that up. Not. All right. Okay. Here's an email that comes in uh, for you that says, "How far would house prices have to drop in order for you to be concerned as a lender?" That's a pretty good question. Yeah. So as a lender, you know, at Pacific Private Money. Um, you know, we lend on real estate and we do follow real estate prices closely. Um, you know, in general, the loans we make are short term. So that'll help answer that question a little bit. Okay. But typically as a lender, you know, what is your protection? Your protection is certainly just the collateral, which is the, the, the property itself. Um, but it's only protection if there's enough equity to cover your loan. So that if you had to take a property back, um, you could sell it or dispose of it and, um, and at a price that covers your loan and any other costs. And those costs could be legal costs. They could be costs to fix up the property and prepare for sale, um, cover any you know, default interest that the borrower may have accumulated but not been able to pay. Because you have investors oftentimes as a lender that you have to, to pay back as well. Um, and to cover the, just the cost of managing, for instance, a foreclosure. Um, so how do you, how do you, you know, 
how do you buffer against that? Um, you can make or require that a borrower bring in a down payment um, and, you know, a, and a sizable down payment. Yeah. Um, so Pacific Private Money does that, where we typically we require borrowers bring in 30%. Um, it can be cash at close that they're, you know, that they're providing. If it's, they're buying a home, for instance, they put 30% down. Um, or we can use collateral and other real estate that they own yeah. as equity. Uh, that protects us. So that in the event, um, you know, we have to foreclose on our property, that 30% cushion, you know, allows us to, to be whole or sometimes, you know, actually make a profit if we actually have to foreclose and, and sell, which, um, you know, we've done. Yeah. So we have to be concerned if prices drop so much that that equity is eroded down from 30% to, to zero or, or more, because then our loan amount is, is in jeopardy of, you know, getting paid back in full if we, if for instance, home prices drop 60% or 40% and, um, you know, we made a loan at 70% loan to value. Um, but how do we mitigate that? Um, well, we can tighten up our lending guidelines to say, you know what, we're seeing home values drop. So we're going to lower or increase the amount that we require borrowers to bring in from 30 yeah. to maybe 35%. Um, we may just say no to a loan. Um, so generally your profits are made at the time you make the loan, you know, and not at the time the loan is paid off okay. uh, because you, you have to price it right and you have to take into consideration, you know, market conditions. Um, other ways to mitigate that are to, you know, just the, the longer you're in a loan, the, the longer it, it, it increases the chances of something going wrong. Okay. Uh, you know, for instance, uh, you know, prices, home price, home values in general dropping. The longer you wait, you're going to, the longer you'll, closer you'll get to a market cycle, right? Uh -huh. Or the increased likelihood that something happens to the bar, they lose their job, um, they're unable to make payments. Our loans are typically, you know, anywhere from six to 18, 24 months. We have longer term loans in there, but in general, the majority of loans we originate, were paid off pretty quickly within 12 to 18 months um, and our bridge loans even less. And when it's that short of a hold period for any particular loan, you know, your exposure on that loan to the market is much less than, you know, our conventional lending peers that make 30 year loans. Um, right. So, so um, that's one way. Um, and so it's, it's making sure borrowers bring in, you know, a cushion, the down payment that gives us a little cushion between the home value today and what our loan amount is, and just the fact that we have shorter-term loans um, that decrease our market exposure because of the time frame that we're holding these loans in. Okay. And, uh, and so right now, what we're seeing in the marketplace, we're seeing home values go, you know, it's still climbing a little bit, um, seeing fewer buyers in the market, but still very high quality borrowers and uh, we're still sticking to that 30% uh, loan to value just because, you know, we may see prices flatten sooner than later and then prices maybe start falling a little, falling a little bit. Um, so we're taking, you know, we're watching it closely, um, but there's still so much demand out there, uh, especially for these bridge loans, but also, um, you know, mine, I'll go into some of the other types of loans that we're, we're seeing and the types of borrowers 
Um, so we're seeing a lot of investor borrowers. The investor borrowers are out there buying a lot of different kinds of properties. Properties like multifamily that, um, you know, some, some existing multifamily properties that need to be updated. Um, rental, the rental market, or, you know, uh, people who can't afford to buy a home and need to rent, that's just growing exponentially. And that's sad, but uh, across the country, the affordability rate for people to buy a home has, you know, it's, it's gone down a lot. So there's huge investments in rentals and uh, whether it's multifamily or single family residences. So we're seeing a lot of borrowers who are, have a track record of buying multifamily homes anywhere from five to 20 million or multifamily projects and they're repositioning them for the marketplace. Um, so those are loans that we're making. We have loan buyers for those. And then we have a lot of borrowers and I'd say at this point, institutional borrowers who are buying homes in bulk and, you know, fixing and holding them. And, um, you know, there's, again, not just in California. In California, the model doesn't quite work if you're, if you're an institutional borrower because the home prices are so high. But across the country, we're seeing people buying homes or, or you know, investor groups buying homes, you know, where the average home price is 200, 250,000. And they're doing a little bit of, of rehab work on the properties and then holding them. Okay. Hey, uh, now I'm going to get to our last commercial trivia question. The pop band, the Bangles, would like for their fans to walk like what? Call 888-912-1190. First caller, what the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Uh, third trivia question. The pop band, the Bangles, would like for you, for their fans to walk like what? Walk like an Egyptian. That's it. <laughs> Very good. You remember the song. Yay. One for three. <laughs> One for yeah. three. That'll I'll still get you it. in the Hall of Fame in baseball. Okay. So, Nam, um, <laughs> Give us uh, some deals of the week, like, you know, generally, why are people going to Pacific Private Money instead of a bank for a loan? Because obviously, you guys are private money compared to a bank. So you're probably going to charge a little bit more. So why do people go to you? And deals of the week will probably help. Yeah, so people go to us and other alternative lenders for a number of different reasons. Largely, though, a lot of it is just speed. I mean, if I could summarize, it, it would be speed. Um, and, you know, equally convenience. Um, and also the other one would just be it, it's a loan product that alternative lenders and specifically for Pacific private money bridge loans that you just can't get, uh, you know, with a bank, right? So okay. banks take longer or it's just a loan product that they don't offer. Um, 
So, you know, with speed, because, you know, why, why is speed a factor? Why can we fund loans faster? Generally, because we're not, um, you know, we're more holistic lenders, meaning that there's, there's amount, a certain amount of subjectivity or, you know, besides the objective, you know, numbers or black and white things like, you know, is the value of the property really the value of the property? What's the borrower FICO score? The other things are, what's the use of the funds? And we're rigorous in our own way, um, but we're not rigorous like a, have to be rigorous like a bank where you have to check off all these boxes. You know, it's more holistic. We look at the entire story. But depending on the type of borrower, if somebody buying a home, you know, for the personal residence, um, you know, largely it's, the story is this, that they, they haven't sold their current home yet. So there really isn't a whole lot of judgment now. The question is, can they qualify? Can they afford to pay for our loan? And do they have a viable exit? Um, and then for other types, like I was mentioning in the last segment, you know, if, if they're borrowing in bulk to buy a bunch of homes that they're going to fix and hold, then it's just easier to work with uh, a lender, an alternative lender like Pacific Private Money. Okay. So that kind of leads me into the deals of the week. Um, one deal of the week really is, is multiple deals, but it's with one borrower and it's a group. Okay. And they buy homes, um, they make offers on homes that are listed on the MLS. And essentially they're buying effectively all cash. They're using our, our capital um, to buy homes that they're going to reposition, meaning, you know, update a little bit and, and hold in a portfolio of rental properties. So as I mentioned in, in the last segment, you know, sadly there's so many, you know, Americans here today who can't afford to buy a home and, and be at a homeowner. And so the, that demographic is, is growing. And so the rental market um, is exploding. The, you know, the opportunity for investors to acquire property that they can fix up and, and rent out um, is, is still really attractive, even with the rates going up a little bit or a lot. And so, you know, we had a loan bar- a borrower buy five, five homes from, from uh, you know, just off the MLS. Now these are the East Coast and we provided the funding. Um, you know, again, these average, these homes are averaging like 250,000. So, you know, that's equal to one bridge loan in California, in the Bay Area. So it's like, you know, we made an aggregate, you know, one point, you know, two, five million dollar loan. Um, those five, $250,000 loans so they can go out and buy five properties. Um, so we're seeing more of that. And then the other, um, you know, deal of the week is just, again, your kind of vanilla bridge loan where still we have quite a few people migrating from San Francisco to other parts in the Bay Area, um, people moving out of the city uh, for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, the homeless situation there is really not great. And so people want a different lifestyle for their kids and, you know, remote work from home is pretty much a done deal now. I mean, you know, we're seeing more and more of that. And I think that's going to continue to happen for a while. Um, The cities still attract a lot of uh, people, mostly I think younger. And then when they start to have families, uh, I think they they decide to move out. And 
because they can largely work from home. Most employers now are giving that option. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, they're moving to, you know, the burps. And so, you know, a deal of the week this week is, you know, burps. <laughs> I would consider the Marin the burps, I guess, when compared to San Francisco. But we have people, you know, selling their ex- very expensive homes in San Francisco and, and buying similarly expensive home in, in Marin, but okay. using our bridge loan to, to fund it. So, um, you know, as boring as they are, because we say, it, uh, you know, talk about them on, uh, on every show, at least the ones I'm on, British loans are, you know, they're every week we're doing more and more of them. And yeah, you guys uh, are, are going to do like a lot this year. Um, I mean, you, 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 you may exceed a billion dollars, right? We're, you know, you know, we're a private company, but um, you know, that's, that's not far fetched. Um, yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, we're just really busy, and and our footprint is is going beyond California. Uh, we're licensed in Arizona, and um, you know we have expansion plans. We're we're doing a lot of what we call business purpose loans. So those loans I mentioned to investor borrowers who are buying fix and hold properties. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's busy. Um, and you have to apologize to some of our investors because they ask questions of us, and they were so busy sometimes it's taking you know, two days to get back to them instead of, you know, 24 hours, but we're, we're in hiring mode. So we, you know, if you, what we need are um, more production staff in our main office. And, um, you know, we always welcome more investor capital because that's something we, we continue to, to bump up against is, you know, more investor capital. So want to pitch, you know, the Freedom Fund, we can talk about it and finish up on the next segment, but yes. the Freedom Fund if for investors uh, can be a really attractive fund to invest in. We use well, it as a quasi-warehouse fund. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, um, especially since there's no uh, hold time, there's just a 30-day uh, notice to get out, which is... Right. I mean, there is a 12-month hold by regulation, yeah. um, but, you know, we can, we're, there, there's flexibility on, on redemption fees. So essentially the Freedom Funds, you know, on that email question of, of you know, what, what, what do you do if home prices go down? Um, the Freedom Funds, because it's so liquid every month, because we are funding loans and then turning around and selling them in, in seven to 10 days, typically, uh, as an investor in a fund, if you have that sort of liquidity where you can redeem quickly, um, that's, you know, that can be very attractive. Plus, um, we're not holding these loans for very long. We're selling them yes. uh, within typically seven to 10 days. So not a lot can go wrong with such a short hold period. And then it's an attractive return compared to, you know, again, compared to sitting sitting on that cash in, in a bank. So, All right. Uh, audience, stay with us. Uh, the best of investing will be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Nam, we had to kind of cut you off short in the last segment. Why don't you go ahead and finish off what you're saying? Yeah. So essentially, um, you know, what I was talking about with the Freedom Fund and, and, um, and before that, the, you know, the growth we're experiencing uh, that we've been experiencing for the last several years. We, um, you know, if you're in, interested in investing in the Freedom, Freedom Fund or any one of our funds, just give us a call. It's uh, at 415-883-2150, or you can email us or, or go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com, or you can email us as well, which is info at pacificprivatemoney.com. And, um, you know, we're with sort of the volatility we're seeing in the stock market with inflation, um, you know, we are seeing more investors, you know, pull uh, pull out of the stock market or, or divest a little bit and parking it in in debt, which is, you know, debt investing, which is investing in our one of, any one of our funds. We saw this a couple of years ago at the beginning of the pandemic when the stock market, you know, oh, went yeah. down pretty rapidly. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of a, well, there's an overreaction of investors, you know, uh, worried that the stock market would would crater. It didn't, it recovered nicely. But, you know, we had people who, who were, you know, anxious about the uncertainty of the stock market and invested, pulled money out and put it in the fund. And, and we're seeing that again. Um, and, you know, our funds have, have produced steady returns. So, again, um, and the other part of it, too, is, you know, we are raising borrower rates on loans, you know, in not in lockstep, but, you know, conventional rates are going up. So we're raising our rates. So over time, you know, may see some higher returns in a couple of our funds than, you know, than what people were getting last year, just because now we're charging more higher rates. So, you know, again, if, if somebody's if any of our listeners are interested in the Freedom Fund, uh, please do give us a call at uh, 415-883-2150 or um, go to our website, www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And there's information there on on the various funds we have and also just our general, you know, loan um, products and just information about borrowing if you need to borrow as well. So... You know, I think we have actually have a number of borrowers who listen to the show and have called us and and um, and are, you know, saying, "Oh, geez, I need a bridge loan." Actually, some a number of our investors are. Uh-huh. Uh, we're making an uh, a loan to one of our investors right now who is helping his daughter buy a home. And I love this story. Is what our investors call and say, "Hey, I want to pull some funds out to help my kids buy their home sure. because, you know, I maybe." 10, 15 years away from that. And, um, you know, it's always nice to hear parents helping out their, their kids and and kids these days really need that help. It's just so much harder. Like we were talking about being able to go out and buy a home, especially here in the Bay area. So, um, whether you're an investor or a borrower, you know, it's, it's worth at least giving us a call and, and learning more about our, our loan products and investment opportunities. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Okay. You ready for our thoughts for the day? All yeah, right. Sure. So my wife got me a jar of dirt for my birthday. I told her, I appreciate the sediment. Yeah. 
Okay, I thought you would. This one's actually even better. And uh, I accidentally swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles. Eh, my next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have like a running list of all of these thoughts for the day? Yeah, you know what? I get, I get them emailed to me and then I suss through them and pick out ones that I think are, are either appropriate or funny. Uh, sometimes they're inappropriate and I kind of go, eh, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom Plon again, thank you again for joining us, uh, as you always do, on uh, The Best of Investing with some excellent information. And for the audience, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.